up, everybody? What up? I wonder if they can they tell who I am without. Um, I'm sure be, it's going to be labeled. It'll be late. It'll be late. Yeah, so there's no surprise here. They knew who they're getting I was to. See, I was yeah, see maybe they were like, "Is that doth yeah. doth mine ears deceive doth, me? Doth they deceive me? <laughs> doth mine ears deceive <laughs> me? Beest that thy thou Casey bumping be, through be, my stereo speakers? Be, be, be not deceived, brethren. Beest that thou Casey one? Mm. Yeah, awesome, man. man. Good to have you. Yeah, Welcome to our off-season bonus episode. Yeah, dude. With a very special guest. Dude, I feel like the B-list. Just, like, yeah, to bring me on on a yeah, bonus right. episode. Yeah, uh-huh. man. It's like, bro, we want you on, <laughs> man, but we're just going to wait till... Really the, just really got to see what the Lord's doing right. in your life first. We've got the perfect... You, you know what that's like? Hmm. It's like when you get asked to guest speak at a church, but it's like the day after or the day before Labor Day. Or it's like the last Sunday right. of the year. It's like, bro, you're in. You're, you're on. You're man. on, man. You're this on. is your time to this shine. This is your time to shine. In front of five people. That's right. And six live viewers. Hey, man, if you can preach in front of six, you can preach in front of 600, all right? <laughs> if it was good enough for one. It's good enough for them all. Yeah. You know. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> well, what are you doing here? I don't know. How long's up? How long has it been since I've been on? Oh, man. I couldn't even I tell couldn't you. Even, don't even. Yeah, you don't. I can to, look it up. Let's do it. it. Hey, guess what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to go over to saltydogspodcast.com. Ooh, yeah. And I'm going to click on... You demoed the... the on, yeah. I, I got to demo the new I'm going to go to our new website. <clears throat> new website. <laughs> Again. <laughs> saltydogspodcast.com. That, that, that new, new. new. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to click on our season three tab. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a big long list of all the episodes that we did last season. So nice. I'm just going to scroll down through all of our eight, 20 episodes in I season three. I think it was define, redefining masculine. And I mean, I'm, I'm rolling the dice here, but let's I'm gambling. See. Uh, I think it might have been experiencing. Nope, you weren't there for that one. That was Derek. Love versus religion. It was June 16th, 2019. Dang, son. So just over six months since you've been on the show. That's wild. Well, we'll catch up and figure out where you've been. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. We'll get there. Yeah, but hell, first, hell is a good word for it. But oh man, yeah, Sheol. Read it. <laughs> the grave. <laughs> Do you know that there are multiple words in the in the Bible that have been translated to hell that were actually all different places? Like so, there's layers of hell. That's about right. Purgatory. <laughs> Bur- <laughs> I've experienced them all, dude. Have you? Yeah, I'm, co- I'm collecting them in my back pocket. Oh, my gosh. Like trading cards. <clears throat> Just <laughs> taking it through all the levels. Like Pokemon cards, you know? Oh, my God. Pokemon? I've got... <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know, bro. Yeah, you, oh man. you sound like you're from Mulvane, Kansas or oh, something. Whatever. You got them there Pokemon cards? <laughs> you're Pokemon? Don't be poking no man cards. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> We are not here no, for that. No, we are not. That is a bonus episode. Yeah, that, yeah. Hey, so why don't we just be ourselves? I think that's what's happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I can. I'm just saying, like, why not? Because I was being fake there for a second. You were. Oh. You know, we actually talked about this beforehand, and I was just like, you know, this might actually be the first episode where you you drop some. I don't know. Some s bombs and some f bombs and some. <laughs> I de- that man no i don't know maybe yeah just depends on how i'm feeling yeah we'll see it just depends on what we're talking about <laughs> look i'll ju- dude i'll just be open and honest man like not often but sometimes in conversation i feel the need to make a point and i'll i'll drop the old really S. really I'll drives drop, it home really just drives it I mean, home you gotta like, put the emphasis on cuss it, word you know? it's like the alley it's like an alley-oop you know really just sends it to the goal you know <laughs> what i mean <laughs> Oh man. Maybe not. I don't know. No, I don't no. know. But I'm just saying, like yeah. 
in my normal life, I'm, I'm not above using a four letter word to make a point. <clears throat> well, dude, but inter- you know what I- interesting about that, man. Like, so I've been traveling out East, man. I was, I've been gone for like five, almost five months. Yeah. Four months. Have you picked up, picked up any interesting jargon, like any kind of, no, nah, but I was having a real interesting conversation with one of the dudes. I was working on the crew, um, out East, right. And he's a Christian man, but dude, like he would cuss like a sailor, you know what I mean? But he had this really interesting, cause I was talking to him about, you know, church and whatever. And he had some really interesting thoughts about it. And he was telling me, he was like, he's like, you know what, man? Cause he's a recovering alcoholic. You know, he'd been in the program for like 10 years, man. He's, you know, I actually look up to him. He's got a lot of sobriety under his belt, dude. And he's a hard charger. He's a real sweet, sweet dude. And, but he was talking about church, man. <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, man, like, He's like, when I got with my girlfriend, who's with, you know, now or whatever, he was like, man, she wanted me to go to church. And I was like, all right. He's like, so he was like, I was one of the only guys that would go in there and go up to the pastor and say, how the car are you? Pastor? Oh my gosh. He's like, he's like, cause I'm not going to be somebody else who I'm right. not. Like, he's oh, like, and he said, uh, that was the main thing that the main problem that he had with going to church was that he knew these people on the outside. You know what I mean? He's like, man, this ain't you on the outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is you on the inside of four walls. And, hmm. but it was just really cool, man. Wow. I don't, I don't know. It was just kind of wow. interesting. Wow. That's interesting. Are you, it's not you on the outside. This is you on the inside of four walls. Yeah. Dang son. We already starting off with that wisdom. Dude. I'm just saying, I don't know why, you know, why is there, What's the word? Um, not sanctuary or sanctity. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe a respect for the holy, bro. But I, I mean, if you're not respecting on the outside, what, right, what's the point? That's kind of what, what I, I wonder, mean? right? Well, and, and you know, it's you know, we talked about this before, you know, many times, and you know, masks, bro, just putting on a front, dude. You know, mm-hmm. a front. That's more, I think that was where we were going to actually go with this episode. This was, was kind of funny. Or not? Where like, are we going with it? Eventually, you know, just just the way that I've been feeling, man. Driving about into some myself, di- you know diving I mean? into about, some realness. Yeah, about myself about you know, yeah. fake Christianity, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but in my life, yeah. You know, and, but isn't uh, it isn't it kind of interesting that like, so what's what's interesting is that we'll call ourselves Christians. So I will attach that descriptor to me as a person. Right. And say I'm I'm a Christian dude, Christian guy. I'm a believer, whatever it is. I'm a Christian this, Christian that. But for some reason, when we walk into a Christian building, there's like this extra level of Christianity. That's uh, got to uh, happen. <laughs> it, I keep thinking the word sanctity is that the right word? Like it's it's been set apart. Like we've we've kind of put this this thing on it. It's just like, oh man, don't you're right. cussing in the well, Lord's house, well, brother. You're, like, you know, you know, you're doing this in the Lord's house. You're doing that in the Lord's hey, house. Hey, bro, oh, oh, too blessed but to like, be stressed, bro. You know, it's just like that. No, but yeah, I mean, I mean you know, it yeah. Is a, it, it's interesting. It's like, okay, it's Christian church. I'm not going to cuss in there. But if I'm out on the street and I'm talking to my boy, I'm, I might say something. <laughs> yeah. But then I am the temple. That's not the temple, but we still treat the building as like this place that it's like, oh, you can't do it you there. You can't do that there. But yeah. we do it everywhere else. Like, why do we do that? I don't know, man. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I got questions, bro. You know, good questions. Man. Dude, questions are where it's at, man. I mean, they got to be, dude. And, you know, just where I've been lately, man, and we'll dive into that probably a little bit later, you know, just where I've been at, man, like my faith. Dude. I'm sure people want to know faith, where you've been. Not my faith, but just like who I am as in my identity, right? Yeah. So, but <clears throat> like, I've just so, attached so many things to this and then like it all came crumbling down, dude. And then you got, you're like, you're you're left there of like completely stripped and naked wondering what the hell, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like what? 
you know, how could this happen? What, why, yeah. you know, why? And so like, there's just an element, I think that we deceive ourselves even, man. Like, it's just so, it's so deep, man. Like that deception runs so deep, man. And if we don't check ourselves, it'll run out of control, dude. And I mean that like in every sense of the word that I'm saying it, like we got to check ourselves before you literally wreck yourself, wreck yourself dude, yeah. for real. And so, um, so let me interject real quick. Um, and this, this will put us on the path for this episode. I think the question that everybody, I say everybody, I'm sure there's people who are close to you kind of know where you've been and what's been happening. Yeah. Um, the podcast world and the Salty Dogs Facebook group and world. I mean, you know, we've we've just said, oh, Casey's, you know, Casey started a business. He left. He's been going through some stuff. He's got some things going on. Yeah. You know, just real generic. Pray for Casey. Oh, we love you. Miss you, Casey. We yeah. dropped that kind of stuff. But yeah. I think people listening are like, man, where's this guy been? Yeah. You know, and believe it or not, people miss you being on the show. <laughs> they really do. Well, I miss being on the show. Okay, so good. Yeah. So, I mean, for what it's worth, if. <clears throat> you're a source of entertainment for the listening world. They've they've missed that portion of entertainment that comes from your mouth. Good, so good, spitting good. that, yeah, spitting yes, that podcast yes. fire. Yeah, man. No, I've casting been, pods all day long. So, how about you talk about um, where you've been, like geographically? Um, well, yeah, and then we can dive into where you've been spiritually. And I know yeah, you want to make you want to make a stop in uh, West Cliff, Colorado, and kind of talk about some of the yeah, yeah. that time we spent. That was actually the last time I seen you. I ain't seen you in since we were up on the mountains. Yeah, dude, that was a good trip. It was a really good trip. That was a good trip. Listening to NF talking about my Nicodemus. It was a good time. Dude, we were rolling so Dude, hard. I was man. telling Christine I, about that today. I said, man, me and Casey were jokesters. And like we were, cr- we were laughing, crying. I mean, we were, I mean, we were crying, laughing. Dude. Asking, I mean, we almost had to pull off the I side know. of the road because, I, dude, I thought maybe I'd have to go to the hospital because my stomach was. Oh hurting. my gosh, like, dude, dude, I busted was, my stomach. We were like, dude, we were like laughing so hard, and we're asking Jesus, like, oh, is this blasphemy? Can we even make these jokes? Like. You know, we're using using scripture, just laughing about the, oh, you know, man. yeah, Nicodemus. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right. All right, y'all. Let's not even do it. Let's not no, even go there. Gonna go there. Yeah. Uh, so in the mountains, we went to Westcliff, Colorado. We spent some time together, drove through the night, listened to some NF. Oh, we started. That's right. Because I showed up to your house. Yeah, we, I don't know we, if we you were to wake up early. Yep. Yeah, we can start there, dude. It's whatever, yeah, bro. Yeah, dude, we're, we're just, I mean, we're bringing in the new year. New year, new me, you know, so. Is it bringing in or ringing in the ring. new year? Like ringing with the bell or bringing it in like my. it like it was out there and now I'm bringing it in here? It rang my bell, that's for damn sure. 2019 Oh, yeah, dude. But, yeah. no, nah, we, we just do whatever, man. Like, this is this is vintage. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since it's been Jason just you and, and me. Ka- Ka- yeah. Kaysen and Jason. Kaysen and Jason. Yeah, whatever. Who's that? I don't know. You I said don't know. that. The, yeah. the Dalty Sogs. <laughs> Dalty Sogs. Christian Codpast. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. No, we, uh, yeah, man. So look, we can start on that, dude. Because I thought, I yeah. thought, you know, we went to, we went to West Cliff, Colorado, man. We were just like, dude, let's take a trip. And, um, Climb you know, a mountain. Yeah, because I just previously the weekend before went there with <laughs> what's up, Christopher. Chris Ernest says, "Hey, my boys." What Chris, up, Chris? Chris is photographing a New Year's Eve party today tonight, oh, so huh. he's doing that thing. That ought to be fun. I'm sure it'll be a blast. 
Yeah. Well, get off and get off. Get I know. off Facebook, get off Facebook and, and, and go do your job. Yeah. Well, you know that stuff doesn't go down to like way later. Right. Right. Whatever. What's done in the night stays in the night. Mm-hmm. Um. So the no, night we, is darkest just before the dawn. Oh, yeah, it's a good one, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. Um. But well, yes, look at me. <laughs> remember that? Oh, yeah. That's what I was quoting. Dude, I used to get down, dude. It was uh, Two Face from mm. Batman Returns, which is actually one of my favorite movies. Yeah, me too. Good movie. Plug or Dark Knight. It's Dark Knight. No, Dark Knight. Rise. It's Dark Knight. Yeah. You can tell it's one of my favorite movies because I know exactly what it's called and how to reference yeah. it. So back to yeah. Colorado. So, yeah, we just went and got away. Yeah, man. And the weekend before what? It was the weekend before actually, you know, um, God had been speaking to me a lot about the mountain, dude. And um, just constantly was in my thoughts. And then there was that song that came out. That, and that was when... Um, Dang, Hillsong released that song, um, or it had just been released, but uh, what is it, Song of Ascent? Is that what it is? Yeah, and that was a dude. Let's look it up. Yeah, it's that's a good song. But he's talking about the mountain, dude, and ascending, and, you know, that's what I do every day. I ascend, man, I, I get off the ground, I get my feet off the ground. And so they had been speaking to me a lot about the mountain, and then Skyler, I mean, this was literally the, the next day, right? So he'd been, God's been speaking to me about the mountain, and oh, the, right. the next day Skyler hit me up, and he was like... You want to take a trip to Colorado this weekend? Like literally two days before, he's like, got a couple open spots. And but I was we had like, already planned, and then he just so happened to ask you like the weekend before we were talking about going. Correct. So I went. <laughs> so I went there, man, and we hiked Pikes Peak, bottom to top. Uh, took us a long time, uh, but man, you know, and and you know, a little side side note, man. I'm I'm, you know, as soon as I can pull my life together, you know what I mean. Like I'm gonna start a ministry, man. Uh, geared towards that, like geared towards taking men to the mountains, bro. Like, especially guys who, uh, have gone through like, you know, uh, men, you know, m- like mental health stuff, you know, traumas, uh, trauma, stuff like that. Cause you know, I'm, uh, I'm 30% disabled for depression, anxiety, stuff like that. And yeah. then also like addiction, you know, alcoholism mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I need to be a part of that by the way. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, and so we'll be starting to, I'll be start. we'll be starting that ministry soon, man. So yeah, prophesy. And, um, so, cause I wanted to, cause what the things that I learned on the mountainside, man, even like going through, I mean, hell on earth, dude. Um, the things that you can learn on the ascent, man, and what it means to like climb mountains physically and climb mountains spiritually, uh, is just, I mean, it was so a lot to be learned. It was a lot to be learned, man. And so I'm going to, you know, cause I've been making a lot of money this year and, you know, doing this stuff, man, trying to really gear myself up so that I can just kind of work when I want to, not cause I have to. Right. And, uh, and you've started your own company. Like yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't know that. Yeah. I started my own company. Um, shoot three or four months ago. More Longer than that though. No. I mean, cause we, no, well, did I'd you have doing, it when I'd, we were in Colorado? I don't think so. No. Maybe. Okay. No, I think I was still working for yeah. So three company. or four months. Yeah, but but, you, but I really I really committed to it. Yeah. Um, you know, really recently and did it was kind of wild. You know, uh, I know we're getting off track, but it's whatever. It's, it's all totally it's all, fine. It's all relevant. Nobody's worried about it unless yeah, yeah. So unless they are, and if uh, they are, oh well. So I started. Uh, you know, I, I I've worked along, or you know, for the, I think I'm only in my fourth or fifth year. I don't think gearing towards my fifth year of being, tree a, of being an arborist, arborist, a tree climber. And, you know, I, uh, 
I put in a lot of work, man, a lot of hours mentally, like studying and a lot of, you know, hours physically, you know, climbing and stuff like that. And, you know, God just blessed the work on my hands, bro. It's been kind of unreal, uh, yeah. honestly. So like, when you, you say climbing, like what is like a YouTube channel or something people can go Google to actually see what the hell you do? I mean, just What's like, it called? like if you were to go on YouTube and find some guys climbing trees the way you climb them, how would you, uh, man, I don't know. What are some uh, of these I, companies that host these climbing competitions, that kind of stuff? I mean, they can go to like climbing arborist.com has a YouTube, but okay. you know, they're, which they're cool. You know, yeah. they got a podcast too. Um, oh snap. But I'm like, like just look up tree. I don't know. You can't look up tree climbing because there's like this really, there's this divide, you know, in our industry of guys that do it really, really, really professionally uh-huh. and a bunch of guys that just climb on they ladders and, you know, hack up, hack up trees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can't, you gotta be kind of careful. And I, man, I guess that's kind of, you know, that's kind of, well, here's, here's an idea. Like, like one of the, things. one of the pages on, um, on, uh, climbing arborist.com is, uh, tying knots. Like, so yeah. you're not just climbing a ladder. You're like, oh no, you're rope, no. you're ladders are, ladders, ladders are extremely dangerous. So <laughs> ladders are the rope of the common man. Dude, ladders are dangerous, bro. I'd rather are be, they? I'd rather be hanging, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, no, nah, man, like knots and no, this looks pretty legit. So if, yeah, if you want to go check go it to, out. Yeah. On Instagram they they are climbing arborist underscore underscore C O M. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just. Like check these guys out. They got like all kinds of ropes and helmets and goggles and gloves and harnesses and yeah. And they got videos on YouTube and stuff, but I mean, even then kind of pales in comparison because you know, and I'm not, I'm not being, you know, um, yeah, you are. Go ahead and be about it, man. No, it's just dude, like God bless me, man, to do something and to do it very well, man. And to, to find something, man, that like, dude, if I didn't have this man, you know, like, especially in the time that I'm in right now, bro. Yeah. Like, where would you be? I mean, yeah, dude, I don't know, you know? And so, you know, I fell in love with climbing. I climb trees, bro. I prune them. I cut them. I remove them. I do, you know, whatever needs to be done. And I'm ISA certified arborist. I'm tree risk assessment qualified. I'm EHAP certified. I'm also national line clearance certified as well. Mm-hmm. Like I've got all these certifications. So you do the right? dangerous stuff. Oh yeah. So that's what I was doing out East, but I'll get to that. So started my own company. I called it council tree. Right. Um, because I was reading this real interesting thing and I wanted to do a lot of consultation, like with planting and tree, like tree protection zoning from construction sites and stuff like that. And uh, that's what I wanted to move into tree risk assessments, consultation stuff. Like when I get right. older my body gets out, which I feel like it is now. But like, so I started this company called council tree and I, because, um, I was reading about when, when, Indian war parties used to get together and discuss, you know, the prospects of peace or prospects or whatever. They would pick a tree and under the, and they would call it the council tree. And I was and like, they would go and meet and yeah. And so I was like, dude, that's yeah. dope. So I started this, this company and man, like I'll tell you, I mean, it wasn't long. Uh, dude, God blew it up, bro. I mean, I, you know, I, I had had the clout, you know what I mean? And, and the experience and especially competing all over the United States that a lot of guys knew who I was and they knew my work and, you know, and so they were calling me and dude, so, um, I got a few calls, man. And out in Georgia, Tulsa, and then like out East, like Weren't you in Massachusetts, I was in Massachusetts, uh, New Jersey. I was there for like, you know three months almost Dang. working out there, which I'm, I'm not a big fan of New Jersey, but if you're from New Jersey and you're listening, I'm sorry, <laughs> but dude, not a fan. Huh? No, not a fan at all. Yeah. And, um, so 
but bro, like, so I went on this mission, like, I mean, things had just kind of collapsed, you know, with my family and, uh, with where I was as a, you know, was doing what I was doing and I needed to get out. This is a classic story, bro, of me. And you know that man, just yeah. having to leave dude, you know, cause right. it's like, it's, this ain't the place for me here. You know, my family's here or whatever, but this ain't, this ain't where I need to be. And I, this has happened over and over. And let's say, like, you know, that kind of exodus, it's always an exodus and, or, or an exile, you know, being brought back until you get brought back or, or, or whatever. And so, yeah. and I wasn't, you know, I was, uh, so I, <laughs> I exile. packed up my stuff, man, and hit the road. I hit, went down to Tulsa first, worked there for a few days and then shot out to Georgia. I was working in Georgia for a month and then I went up uh, Northeast. Yep. And so yeah. now you're kind of back in Wichita, Kansas area, but then you'll be traveling to Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's got, weekends, that's got that a lot to do with my family stuff, dude. Like, I, you know, I had to get rid of my house and everything else like that, yeah. you know, cause I travel so much and, um, honestly, I mean, I guess we can just kind of, cause like people are just probably, well, what's he talking about? Well, sure. yeah, man, dive into whatever <clears throat> no, you I, uh, to say. No, I got divorced, uh, recently, right. uh, Jill left and, uh, you know, and dude, love her to death, you know? And I don't want anybody thinking bad stuff about her, dude. I really screwed up. And, yeah. you know, she couldn't handle me anymore. And I mishandled her. And, um, you know, so she divorced and left. And that's cool. I mean, it's not cool, but it is what it is. I mean, what, right. I, what am I going to yeah. do? You True. know, and so. Yeah. But so I only come back, I mean, honestly, to see my son on the days that I get him. And then every every other day, you know, I'm, I'm traveling, I'm working. So I get contracted out to do like really gnarly stuff for people, you know, mm -hmm. like really difficult trees, really gnarly stuff. Like right. out East we were doing like power line clearance where dude, it was, I mean the gnarliest work that I've ever done, you know, it was super dangerous yeah. uh, cause you get fried, bro. That's it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there there's the margin for error is very slim and the consequences of failure are catastrophic. Right. And so, but man, like being that kind of, you know, that kind of guy, you know, just, if, you know, I don't want to be, Casey, the tree climber, like that's not my identity, man, but to be, but to be recognized, you know, right. is sure. it's simply because I know where it comes from. You know what I mean? God really, 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 really favored my life, man, my, my work and, yeah, you know, and it well, says, I mean, well, man, it says like in Proverbs, it's like, do you see a man who's skilled at his work? He's going to stand before Kings. He's not going to stand before petty men, you know? And mm, so, yeah. And so like, I just worked and worked hard and, you know, so I'm out there you know, just doing that. Came back and I'll be working out in Tulsa a lot, uh, for, for a really good company, real good guys, a Christian guys, real nice, nice, you know, nice family, super yeah. nice. And you know, so that's what I've been doing. So then we, we got sidetracked from it. That's all right, man. It, it, I think it all, it all ties in and you know, I just, yeah. So, I mean, I guess we can, man, do we want to do this? <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, like, what do you are it's just heavy are dude. you it's heavy i'm okay with whatever heaviness yeah i, mean, I guess to dude, really to really explain i don't really want to talk about the divorce all that much so much as i want to talk about me you know right what I mean? and, sure and uh my actions and you know and when we're talking about like just a falseness inside of you a deceptive you know deceptive side of you man and this was yeah <clears throat> you know man you were there dude like when her and i got married bro like i was riding high dude you know what i mean i just got out of teen challenge and i was doing i was living at your house you know what i mean mm -hmm. right and, yeah uh, with me and went, Kim to, and went family, to india yeah. bro like like saw a lot of cool stuff there i mean dude, yeah we were right i was on fire bro you right know? and it was it yeah was, india was crazy for you then i met jill and like dude i mean and when i look at I'm like thinking how, in my mind, like how in the hell did I go from that to this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
how do you go from that to to where you're at now, man? Like you got to really take some honest introspective looks at yourself you yeah. know what i mean because it ain't it's not our fault you know what i mean and i and i think about these things because i was the head of the family man and i utter, I, I, I utterly failed my son and my wife man you got to think about those kind of things you know and really take that in dude and that leads to like the darkest nights of your life bro you know what i mean like and where i've been the past six seven months man like i've seen hells and darkness dude that i mean it's, it's indescribable. It's like inner turmoil. No, it's just, no, it's, it's more than that because it's just not, because, and here's the thing, dude, because <clears throat> I ask these questions, man, because I got to take, I got to take responsibility and ownership, right, of what happened. Because, and I was listening to this really interesting book by Erwin McManus, the guy from Mosaic Church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's called The Way of the Warrior. Mm. Bro mind-blowing book but he was talking about in one of the chapters and he, so he was relating the bushido code right the the samurai code and he said this he said samurai and deacon mean the same thing they servant they mean servant and so <laughs> so yeah, okay and, uh, uh, i've yeah. got jokes but that's <laughs> profound yeah it's our our samurai board but he's talking about the way of the world i wish yeah, a really, samurai would we, uh, no you don't you know i wish no i don't <laughs> no, want a samurai dude. i, I do not wish a samurai would. and so um but he said something really really interesting about ownership man um because you know i was just struggling man with blame blaming you know myself or her but mostly blaming god you know what i mean and and um but if i so I had to take ownership of my of my part of this because he was right. saying he was saying that if you place blame on other people, right? You're saying if you're saying that they are responsible, then they are the only ones with the power to fix it. And so you're saying that oh. they are the only ones that have the power to fix your situation. Right. Right. So you have to take ownership because when you own when you own that, you are the only you were the one with the power to change. Right. right. I mean, you know, that, that, yeah. I'm not saying all, oh, you know, best life now stuff. I'm saying like, you're the one that's responsible. You're the one that's, that has the power to change that dude. And so that was really profound to me, man. So I really have to own, um, <clears throat> you know, my, my part Your in this. Part, yeah. And so you've had to wrestle through a lot of that and that's where, well, it was more than that because, and these are the questions that I have, man, because like where I'm at right now, dude, it ain't, there ain't no hope there, man. Like I got no hope for you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want me to give you a bunch of encouraging words or, you know, words of hope and, oh man, it's all going to work out, dude, dog, let me tell you, like, that's not where I, that's not where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, so it's more than just choice and consequence, man. Cause I wrestle with the bondage that I'm in for, with drinking and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, like these nights, man, that I can remember, just devastated man before i got divorced man like devastated Mm -hmm. that i just cannot stop man right like you know what i mean i just cannot stop why can't i stop this everybody says the same thing my parents friends of ours that we know even oh you did this so why don't you just like make the right it ain't like that for for, if you haven't struggled with addiction or you haven't struggled with alcoholism and the first (laughs) the first part in alcohol and in aa man is it's they're like dude you came to recognize that you were powerless Powerless. Mm -hmm. over alcohol it right. is not. You, dog, it, it, you think <laughs> if it was just, why don't I just stop? Holy, right. oh my, dude. Wow. wow. Really? Huh. Just stop. I never never thought of that. 
That's yeah. You know, just a, de- a decade yeah. ago, I didn't say I didn't look at my life and say, you know what, It'd be really nice is if I just went whole ham and destroyed everything God had ever given me. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd really like to live in that, man. I'd really like to do that. I'd really like Nobody, to disappoint my family. Yeah. I'd really like to. I'd really like to live in that all the time. That's not the way it is, man. It's not just stop or, 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 or it's because that, that, and that's why I think about these things. I'm like, man, like why that's not even a thing for me mm-hmm. because I'm depending wholly on the Lord doing what he says he's going to do, right. being who he says he's going to be, right. being power for me. You know what I mean? And so when I look at my life and I look at these and people might think that's sacrilegious. I don't know. This is just where I'm at, bro. And I'm not, I'm not going to have a theological debate and I'm not going to listen to people you know, tell me like, blah, 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 this and that, bro. bro like, you don't know. You know right. what I mean? Like, you want to talk about, oh, you just have, or like, you just haven't surrendered. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Oh, well, tell me how to do that. Right. Yeah. Because, man, I can tell you nights, man, where, I mean, I, I'm wrestling in tears, bro. Yeah. I mean, weeping before the Lord because I cannot get past this. Yeah. You know what I mean? There has to be deliverance, man. Mm-hmm. Right. And a dead man can't save himself. It's true. A dead man. I look, I think about it now, you know, and I'm in this place, you know, and I'd just been talking to God with it. And in this place, man, I'm in a tomb, bro. My life, like spiritually, mentally, I mean, everywhere. I mean, yeah, I got climbing, dude, and I'm making fat money doing this and this and that. But dude, I found all these things that don't satisfy. Right. You can't, I can't make enough money to fill that hole in my life now, dude. There's no way. Yeah. You know, and I'm in a tomb, bro. And you can't pay yourself to not be an addict anymore, right? Like if I can just make more money, well, then I'll stop giving into my addiction. It's just not like that, man. You know, yeah. and, and I, I only, I bring these things up, man. Cause it's just like, I really want to like, I want to know, man. It's like, well, you know, just have faith, bro. Come on, man. Like, like we got to stop saying that stuff to people, dude. We got to stop delivering that message to people, dude. We got to deliver something that's going to deliver them. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. because there's people like me, man. And I know there's people like me and you know, yeah. I didn't want to do this at first, man. Like I was like, dude, do I really want to talk about this? Mm-hmm. Do I want to be open in front of the Facebook world, bro? And in front of all of our listeners who have been listening to me yeah, say the stuff that I've been saying while struggling with alcohol. Dude, do I really want to do that? Do mm-hmm. I really want to be vulnerable? Do I really want to be that honest? Do you I should. really want to come out like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and admit my wrongs like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do it, man. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that you know that I'm extremely honest, you know what I mean? And, and some, I mean, I, I hit a lot, but do sure. I talk about it, dude? It's, there's no punches pulled, dude. And I don't play games, bro. I don't play games with, <laughs> I don't play games with, 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 you know, just raggedy doctrine spitting people that just want to spit scripture, bro. Like, let me tell you, bro, scripture ain't been helping me, man. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it has man in a sense, because it sure. always brings it back, dude. But dude, there, what and one one thing that you and I had discussed before, man. Apart from Jesus, dude, those are just words on a They're page. Just words, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. They hold no power of their exactly. own. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so, and so, I'm just not playing games like that anymore, man. Like I want to be like <clears throat> I'm like, dude. I want the power, man. I don't want anything else. I don't want doctrine. I've been studying the Bible, man, for you know, especially like days of Teen Challenge, doing this, doing that, dude. I don't want that anymore. You know right. what I want? You were, you know what I want? Tell me. I want the Spirit of the Lord, bro. Yeah. I don't want it like they said it was going to happen, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because I'm so sick of playing these games, man, uh, internally with myself. And I'm talking about, because, I, I mean, 
you know, I joke about it a lot, man, that I've got, you know, so many planks in my eye, I can rebuild the Spanish Armada, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I know that. Right. I know that. I see my faults and I know that, man. And so I'm able to say these things, man. Like, it's just like, I'm tired of playing games, bro. And I'm tired of messing around, dude, because there's a lot of people. And I know this for a fact, man. I can't be the only one. No, certainly not, you know, bro. There are certainly people, not. There are people not who are all. struggling, bro, that are struggling. But this, and this is what we're talking about. Like when you walk into a church, you can't struggle. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to put on a face. Yeah. Dude, I'm not putting on a face anymore. This is the one I got, bro. Like this is it, <laughs> you know, for good or worse, for, for good or bad, bro. Like this is, this is the face that I'm rocking, man. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just not there anymore, man. Like to the point, I mean, it got so bad, bro. To the point where I told my mom, I was like, mom, I can't, I, I can't do this Christian stuff anymore. But I can't, like, I, I can't, you know, but that doesn't mean you're walking away from your faith. Oh, absolutely not, dude. I got you're faith, just tired of I got playing faith games. that I move mountains, bro. You know you're what I mean? You're just tired of playing games. I'm just not playing games anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I was just like, whatever, man, you know, I'm just going to walk. That's it. What else can I do? You know what I mean? Right. But back to the tomb. <clears throat> Yeah. You know, he's, he's like talking about this tomb life because the resurrection's coming, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just said this to me multiple times, bro. Like, but you have to be, and remember when I talked to you and it was like, there's a difference between resuscitation and resurrection. Right. Huge difference. All the way dead. There is no in between. Right. And if you re revive that oh. or if you, re if you resuscitate that victim. Yeah. They haven't died. They haven't died. You've brought them back. Right. There ain't no bringing this back, bro. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. this is death and to the fullest. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I'm in a tomb, bro. And I'm just thinking about this tomb life, bro. Just thinking about what is it like in a tomb, bro? It's dark. It's silent. Mm -hmm. It's lonely. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I experienced all those things and have been and still am. Like, even with God, bro, in a, in a, in a, in a depth that, you know, it's profound, you know. But he said to me this. He said, the tomb experience is a womb experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That new life, bro. The yeah. tomb is the womb, bro. You know? Wow. wow. And yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I'm living at now. Oh, Rocky. Yeah. That's where I'm living at, man. And you know, I just you just come to those places, bro. Like and these are the questions that you ask, man. Like, how could this happen, man? Like how could that how can that how can this happen to mm -hmm. somebody who's a Christian, right? Like, right. I say that loosely, bro, because I can't, because right. it says examine yourself. Yeah. Examined. Yeah. Found wanting for sure. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And at least you're being honest about it. What else am I going to do, man? Yeah. You know? man, let me, let me just tell you, like, I think we've talked a lot about this before and man, I, I don't know. I, there's a lot of people who aren't finding what they're looking for oh. doing things the way they've just been doing. Oh. Them. And I'm not going to call anybody out or give any examples, but we'll just put it that way. There are a lot of people who are doing the same thing over and over again. And it's, it's not doing what, what we've even promised that it would be doing. I know. So, <clears throat> so honest questions to, you know what I mean? These are the questions, like these are the ones that I'm asking God when I'm do yeah. that. And I lay in bed. It's not just, it's not just like remorse and regret. It's absolute dude. And you've been, and you know what? I remember the night Derek, you and Derek short witnessed, you Ugh. know, the oppression, man. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm oppressed, bro. And I got to yeah. admit that and be honest with that. And I'm not saying that to shift to like kind of shift blame or shift, you know, Oh, well, it's not my fault. I'm oppressed. It's like, dog, no, this is, this is life for me every single day, man. Like, and uh, man, I remember I, I get woke up at two o'clock in the morning, bro, three o'clock in the morning, 
tormented, man. It's not, it's not even just like God, just like, like, Oh, well, you know, let me talk to you. It's like, no, dude, this ain't, that ain't God, bro. Anguish. That ain't God. It's, it's like, like cloth and ash. you know, when, you know, when like David's like, dude, I, I, I flood my tears with bed or I flood, I flood my, my bed, bed with tears. tears. That's exactly what it is, man. You know? And in those hard questions and those deep remorse and this shame and this guilt, bro, that you carry this deep like pain, bro. And I'm not, again, I don't want to, I'm not bashing anybody. I'm saying, but I will tell you, dude, you know, although I understand the the choice for divorce, I will never agree with that. Right. Because I have never agreed with that. It's not just something I came up with now, man. Like, you know, my stance on that has been that way for a long time. You know, my family, you know how tight we are. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and those wounds, bro, those wounds of divorce, man, are so deep Yeah. that you, I mean, and the pain is so real and so there all the time. I mean, dude, it's like, a, it's like these, I, uh, so I'll be like walking and, um, or just doing my thing, dude. And this wave of grief will wash over me, you know, and I'll start, I'll just start weeping. I'll be in the tree working yeah. in a crane over power lines and start weeping and because just it's just a wave, hurt. it's a wave of grief, yeah. you know, and remorse for myself. It's the remorse of the situation It's remorse of losing a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's remorse of all that stuff. Yeah. But dude, it's just being like, I remember like every night, man, like it's just like that every night I can't sleep, man. You know what I mean? Like just tormented. Night. Yeah. It's like, man, where's that deliverance, bro? Right. You know, like, that's an honest question. Man. Like, this yeah. is what you're about, God. Like, yeah. you're about deliverance. You're about resurrection. You're about these things. And where yeah. is it at? Why you not? Know, me? Why? Why? Yeah. why? Where is it at? It's been like that for years, bro. Yeah. Deep pain, man. Like, you know, from the stuff that happened to me when I was young, the stuff that I walked through, the stuff that I've been a part of. And this is always centered around remorse and guilt and shame. You know what I mean? It really is. Yeah. But it's like true, you know, remorse, man, for, sure. for those things. Yeah. And it's, but it's like, but that pain is what I've been finding is that pain, dude. You try to drown that pain in alcohol. Yeah. Or whatever. It just you know? makes it worse. <laughs> but although I'm drowning that, I'm also drowning everything else in my life. Right. My gifts, my talents, my joy, mm, yeah, all of that. So, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. so I'm sacrificing all those good parts if I have any goodness in me, which I don't. You know what I mean? But those those parts about me that are that that do shine. Right. I'm drown. I'm I'm soaking the whole thing, not just my pain. You're not just yeah. not just my pain. And uh, man, it's just been so real lately, man. Like, and after the divorce, bro. Like I'm telling you, like I lost it. I completely lost it, bro. And when I'm drinking, man, I'm a maniac. I really am. Yeah. And uh, and when you drink like that, to forget a divorce or, or forget like what happened and all this stuff, dude. Like, it, I, I was like hospitalized like four or five times. You know, my mom came in to my room, to my bathroom and saw me face down in the tub with a run with the water running, bro. I gave up, bro. I gave up. Mm. And my mom's holding me naked in the shower. Yeah. Well, she called the ambulance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's, that's like a hell you can't imagine, man. And yeah. so that's what I'm walking through. Yeah. And then the silence also, and like the coldness of the tomb, you know what I mean? Like the darkness, but bro, you gotta, I gotta believe, you know what I'm saying? I gotta have faith, maybe not hope right now, man. Cause I can't, you know, I yeah. just don't have it. You yeah. Know, but the faith that I've always had, man, has always carried me through. And, and that's all you've got right that's now. That's it. That's it. You know, and, and man, 
like if you're out there and and i know that there's people that need to hear this as well i'm here sure you know what i mean and i know that authenticity you're not just telling a story for entertainment there's a story bro like this is it man you want to know where i'm at you want to know where i've been at yeah you've been praying for me Mm -hmm. or god's put you on put me on your heart yeah this is why this is why you know and i just want to reach out man to somebody like and just say like dude if you are especially guys that are married bro like if you're screwing up you better stop before you lose something, man. Because yeah. I'm telling you, you don't want to be on the receiving end of this. Yeah. As a warning. Mm-hmm. And if you're close to it and you don't want to lose it truly, mm-hmm. you'd probably reevaluate some things. Yeah. You know, and get some uh, help. Serious. Reach out. Yeah, serious. And those are some things, man. Like, didn't reach out. Didn't yeah. even reach out to my wife. Isolation. Yeah. 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 It's just, man, it's been too heavy lately, man. But that's where I've been at, man. Like, honestly. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, dude. <laughs> How do you feel? I don't feel better. You what? I feel better for you now. You feel better? <laughs> I guess. For man. now? Well, I just know, you know, someone's going to hear it, you know, that needs to hear it. And, you I know. mean, even just, you, you said a lot of stuff that maybe I'd like to go back and visit again. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know how theological we want to get on all this stuff, but, I mean, just in a, we just need to have a general understanding um, <clears throat> and I, I wrote something one time I preached a sermon and, um, you know, I, I said something along the lines of like, I would, I'd be foolish and extremely naive to think that nobody in the room is right now struggling with anything that they're too afraid to tell other people about, right? Like somebody in the room at any given time is struggling with something, some sort of darkness, some, you know, and it may not everybody, but dude, like the amount of people who have substance abuse issues, the amount of people who are going through mental health problems, the amount of, the amount of men and not to mention women, even in the Christian church that are struggling with pornography and masturbation. I mean, at any given time, people are struggling with some deep, dark stuff and it might not be alcohol and it might not be causing the havoc that you've seen happen in your life, but it's causing some sort of shame or regret or remorse. And there are people who are living with that every single moment of the day yeah. and it's perpetual, right? It's that there's that cycle of addiction where, you know, for whatever reason you're trying to drown some pain or get, you know, get rid of, forget a trauma or something bad that happened or whatever it is. And so you start using drugs or alcohol or pornography or whatever it is, sleeping around, whatever drug of choice you're using. So you do that action to try and drown that, that pain. And then you, you feel bad. Oh man. I, you know, you feel guilty. No, you got to drown it more. Right. And then you feel grief. You, you feel pain and you hate yourself. You're like, well, I, I never thought I would be that person. Yeah. And then you really start to like self-loathe. And then to drown that pain, you keep doing it again. It's just a perpetual cycle of deeper addiction and, and, it goes, and, and deeper it goes pain. Deeper, deeper, and it goes deeper, deeper and deeper you and fall deeper. fall all the way, dude. And next thing you know, you look back and you're like, damn, I've been doing that for 10 years. I've been doing that for 20 years. I've been doing that for, you know what I'm saying? People have had addictions for a long, long time, man. Yeah. Like I can look at back at my life and I can think about, you know, some of the stuff that happened when I was five years old that, you know, caused me some shame and, and regret. And I've just carried that along and in my entire life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so anyways, like 
I think it's important that we realize that not everybody's okay all the time. No, they're not, man. But here's the thing, bro. We got to create a... We got to create space for people to be able to say these things without getting rejected, right. without getting kicked out of the church. I saw this uh, comic the other day, and uh, it's by this. Go to Instagram.com and look up Naked Pastor. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> Just make sure that Naked Pastor is the only thing you click on. Um, and it's this guy who draws these comics, and he he's basically giving commentary about the state of the church. And there's this building. And it's just like a guy and he's standing in the doorway and he says, I don't know why so many people keep leaving our church. And he's like literally kicking people out the door and there's a big pile of people outside the church. Right. It's like, I don't know why people keep leaving the church, but you know, how religious have we gotten to where it's like people struggle and we're like, well, bro, I can't fellowship with you no more. You know, bad, bad character uh, cor- or bad company corrupts good character. Right? right. So because you're struggling and right. you know, and Oh, I better not be around him because right. you know, you're I might, struggling. So therefore I can't, yeah, I can't struggle I can't, with you, brother. I can't struggle Sorry. With you, so this, is you, this is you, yeah, this is your decision. This is your right. consequence. This is your choice. So therefore you've yeah. got to live with the consequences. And I wash my hands clean cause I can't be around, you know, bad company, whatever. Yeah. Right. You know. So I'm just saying, man, like we've got to take this kind of stuff seriously. And you're right. Like, look, there are encouraging words that can be said. And a lot of times there, there are words, there's scripture that we think is going to be comforting for people when it's, that's not what they need. Right. Right. Like the scripture is not the only tool that God has given his people in order to bring comfort to those around him. Oh man. You know, it all comes back to love, man. Right. I mean, period. You know, it comes back to, you know, more than, more than, more, more than, Bible teaching and devotionals and so you know what I need I need friends man you know what I mean need I need people, people around there you. yeah you know what I mean and and isolation yes yes and yes yeah I get it you know what I mean but I can't tell you how little my phone rings nowadays dude yeah. like yeah I don't ever get hit up bro by anybody right. you know yeah. and and I'm not I'm not saying that to shame anybody, but I got a lot sure. of, I got a lot of Christian friends, bro, that don't hit me up, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That right. even people that know about the situation that are like, yeah, you know. And but, but you know where that comes from? And I, it, I know personally for me, it's like, man, I want to check on them, but I don't even know what to say. Like yeah. a lot of times we don't know what to say. We, you know, and the the problem is, I think, is that we think that we are responsible for fixing situations. Do you know this guy? Daniel? Yeah, I know Daniel Smith. He's What's good, up, Daniel? He's a good dude. Yeah. That was um, that was the guy that hit me up, remember? When I told what? he he messaged me. He's like, man, wh- where are you going to go to get on a podcast to be authentic about what's happening right now? And I was like, funny you say that because I'm doing that literally <laughs> well, two Dan- days from Daniel now. Daniel Smith, I appreciate you. Yeah, it. dude. Man, Casey, dude, there, there's so much. Man, I hate that you're having to endure what you're enduring. You know, is, I, w- I, don't, I don't wish that on anybody. But I also don't know what the Lord's going to birth through that. I don't know what he's doing in you, right? When, I mean, what if we were like, no, Lord, don't put that clay in the fire. And he's like, excuse me? Yeah. You know, I'm making a pot here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like. uh, Like something that he's for, and you and I talked about this too, I think on the way to, on the way to Colorado. Colorado, It was like, dude. The fire. The furnace, right, of affliction. And man, like, gosh. And I struggle with that too. It's like, okay, consequences of your actions, yes, yes, and yes. But like, what about the furnace of affliction, man, where the Lord does something? And you know, Jewish, Jewish tradition holds, man, they don't even have a word for something not being from God. You know what I mean? Like 
There is no notion. There is no notion that anything comes from anywhere other than God. Affliction, destruction, grace, peace, love. It's all these things encompassed, man. That's, that was the Jewish tradition that held that. So when I think about the furnace of affliction and man, I can tell you times and you've been there when I prayed it, do whatever you want. Yeah. And he does it. Uh huh. Prayed that with my wife, bro. Yeah. Do whatever you want. And he did it. Yeah. You know, when people want to, gosh, I can't can't tell you how frustrated it makes me. Well, you did this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get it. I get that. My choice is my choice, man. But dude, why do we play like God doesn't lay things on people? Like he's just, he's all love and all kindness that therefore like anything else that's from the devil, blah, blah, blah. No, man, he either allows it or he doesn't. You know what I mean? Right. I, I have tried you though not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction for my name's sake. Yeah. Why do we forget verses like that, dude? Yeah. Why do we forget that? But you think about the furnace, bro. And what we were talking about, like when he's forming something, dude, you ever seen the process of, you know, forming a clay pot? It's pretty violent. You know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. rolling this thing around yeah. and punching it, <laughs> you know, yeah. like pounding it. And like, yeah. you think, you think that that's the Lord, you know, and then all of a sudden he's forming, you know, yeah. digging into you, forming mm-hmm. you into something, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. To be you used, right? Because yeah. you said, because you were the one that says, I want to be used. Right. And so he starts doing this and it's so uncomfortable. And we start but crying. Then, like, then, why? Like, even when he, we start crying in the process of him just forming, forming it. it, yeah. then you get to the furnace. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and it gets hot, <laughs> but it, but it's not ready for use until it's, until it passes through. The, there's the no, kiln. you cannot use a clay pot until it has gone through the furnace. Right. You know, there, you can't. It's just the way that it is, man. And like the furnace is such a beautiful thing, like a beautiful picture, you know what I mean? Because it gives you a little bit of hope. You're like, okay, man, like I know this is a process and like even the process of like refining gold back in the old days, man, like, and they got to keep heating, keep heating, keep heating, keep heating, keep heating until everything rises from where the bottom, all that nasty stuff to make that gold pure has to rise from the bottom. And like the, and I felt that like in my my spirit, like the depths of me, like the stuff just rising out of me, man, like exposed, not like he's bringing it to my attention subtly. And I'm like, Oh, I better get rid of that. It's like exposure. (laughs) It's like, boom, dude, like people around you, you know what I mean? Like are going to witness the disgusting filth that comes out of you. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, until that dross is drawn out all the way, man, like, and they know, and this has always been profound to me. And the way that they used to test the purity of gold is like, when you can see your reflection in it, that's when it's its purest. Right. And so those things give you hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. They give you those, that imagery gives you hope, but, but man, you, it just sucks, dude. But you see it all as part of a process. I do. I mean, how much like, how much wisdom and faith does that even take? This is rhetorical. It takes an ass ton of wisdom (laughs) and faith to look at what you're going through and then to still be able to look at God and say, yeah, man, whatever, whatever you got to do. And like, and that's all I got, man. You know what I mean? Like that faith, you know, like that's it. That's all I have. Yeah, you do. My life is completely destroyed, dude. Like completely. I don't even, dude, I'm a, I'm a homeless (laughs) Dirtbag climber, man. Like yeah. that's what I do. I, I I go, I climb, I make my little money, dude. I come back, I see my son. That's it. That's what I'm. That's my life, dude. It's yeah. monotonous, dude. You know what I mean? And it's and then like having to get up every morning is like, it's tough. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like I get up, I'm like, man, I got a job to do cause nobody else can do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I got to get up and do something that people are counting on me to do to solve a problem that they have that they can't solve. Right. You know what I mean? And I have to get, drag myself out of bed in the morning, man, like with all of this. And it's, and that war starts instantly, dude. Like I get out of bed, do something, like I said, sometimes I wake up two o'clock in the morning. I'm tormented all the way through cause I can't sleep now. Now I, five o'clock comes around, six o'clock comes around. Been tormented for hours, dude, no sleep whatsoever. Crying out God. Yeah. And then I got to get up and I got to go work. Mm-hmm. And it starts instantly, man. This huge weight, dude. This just like sits on my shoulders. It's just like, dude, you did this. You did this. How mm-hmm. dare you? Like, ah, you think you're a Christian? Wow, this, this, and this. You did this. This is your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Every day in my ear. Your fault. Your fault. Your yeah. fault. How do you combat that? I don't. You don't. I can't, man. I, I, yeah. I tried, dude. I tried the scripture thing. Like, I just gotta walk it. How else am I gonna combat it, man? Like, I just, you just don't believe it. it. I just gotta walk it. I do believe it, man. You know, and there's the, like the war, like there's sometimes where I'm victorious, man, where, you know, I've had, I've had victories where, you know, I'm like, okay, man, like, you know, I feel good. And like, man, I feel, I'm full, my heart's full of faith, but dude, it gets swiftly swept out underneath me, man. Like talking to my wife, dude, like, you know, stuff like that, Yeah. you know, and, and just, I get crushed, man. Struggle's just real, man. crushed, man, you know, and yeah, like this weight just getting crushed underneath it, man. But like I said, dude, like, yeah. When am I going to look at him and say, why have you made me this way? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I asked that question. Sure. Why me, man? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why? 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 Yeah. Why? Why? Why this? Sure. Because I had to show you, son. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And when, you know, faithful are the wounds of a friend, man. And the deepest <laughs> wound that he gave me in this is that he said, you know, you know, you were supposed to protect your son mm-hmm. and instead I had to protect him from you. Gosh, man, darn. dude, like that'll break a man. Yeah. That'll break yeah. you. And that yeah. little boy, bro, like, you know, it's precious. Dude, he's amazing. You know, and he's, he's a toddler now, dude. And like, you know, he comes and sees me and like, you know, I was sitting in my room the other day waiting for him to come and, mom brought him in and he and like I heard him as when he walked to the door and he was like daddy I'm home daddy I'm home and I was like god man like in his sweet little voice dude and you know like man he's he's it you know and uh I gotta get more so than walking for God like I gotta do this for him you know what I mean like because he did he deserves someone better than than who I was you yeah, know what I mean? And he, sure. deserves, he deserves a dad better than that. Because that ain't me, man. You know what I mean? I know me. I know me when I've been riding high, man. You know, when when I've been on fire doing the right thing, like really on fire. I know me, man. Like, you know, that's the thing. Like, well, this is you. This is who you are, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, man, I know who I was, you know, and I know who I can be. And, you know, and, and uh, he deserves that dad, not the dad that I fell to. Like, this is the thing. Like, like again, that question, dude. Like, how do you start from that? Yeah, it falls so hard. Like, dude, it's unreal, man. It's unreal to think about, yeah. you know. And but yeah, and the, and I think the thing that's important about that is that like you're not you're not the only one to ever have fallen no, like no. that. Yeah, for real. And it, this is the the human condition, bro. Like I, you know, I <clears throat> I've talked about this before. I don't know how well I articulated articulated it in the past. It's hard to say. Um, but the more that God reveals like the depths of your brokenness and the depths of 
the the severity of your need for him. Oh yeah. The more he reveals that to you, he's not just showing you you. He's showing you the world. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. And there are some people who don't know. Don't even see it. Well, there are some people who don't manifest need like that, or they don't manifest addiction or or brokenness. Some people don't manifest that to where they cause havoc in their lives and they break things and, and, you know, ruin relationships and that kind of thing. Some people don't get to that point, but there are a lot of people who do. And there, I think there are a lot of people who are silent, just like you said, who are hiding because they're, they're so afraid of what's going to happen. Um, you know, what's it going to take? And they've got the questions that you have and they don't know the answers. You know, they've listened to the, they've listened to the sermons. They've gone to the groups. They've done the church thing. They've, you know, they've done all the stuff and they're just in the same place. But man, I think if anything, anybody listening, like, man, you're not, you're not alone. You're not the only person, you know, it, some of the oppression that's going to come your way is going to be that voice that says you're the only one who's ever screwed up this bad in your entire life. Yeah. You're the only one who's ever wrecked your life the way you have. You're the only one that's ever been this addicted to mm. the thing that you're addicted to. You're unlovable. Right. You're unlovable. You know what I mean? But you're not. I know. But that's a, that, I mean, that's a lie though. And that's, and that's, that's part of the thing about like it's divorce like and being stuff a, like that. It's just like, it just makes you feel like completely unlovable, unlovable and right. completely rejected. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah, understandably, yeah. sure. I mean? Understandably right. for yeah. sure. You yeah. Know? I was talking to someone the other night and, and I said something about like, you know, man, God's, God's not mad at you. And he's, you know, he's not going to reject you when, when you come to him. And he was just like, well, if I were him, I would reject me. Right. And, that's, and I take on that mentality too. Yeah. You know, a lot of, in a lot of ways, man, like, well, God didn't punish me, so I'm going to have to do it to myself. You know what I'm saying? And, but like living in that, like it's a, that darkness, bro. Like I, I think, and have we bred a culture where people can't be honest, you know? Yeah. And, and if the truth sets you free, then not telling or not, I mean, not that you, I mean, cause I lied about my drinking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean. But I wasn't telling the truth about what was going on inside of me, like how how bad it was, right? Like the way that I felt. The, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, if the truth sets you free, and I'm not, ta- I'm not even like able to speak it to anybody. I'm just, st- I'm staying there, you know, in bondage. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that honesty, you know, and being able, man. I know we talked about this before, but now it becomes even so so much more profound to me. It's like. You got to, you got to talk about it to somebody, man. You know what I mean? Or you got to be honest about it to somebody, Yeah. you know? And, uh, man. And so dude, here's the, here's the stark truth, man. Is that when you start to get to this level of vulnerability and you start to open about, open up about some of these things, not everybody who's around you now is going to be around you after you do that. Oh no, absolutely. And not. that's, that's the worst part of it, bro. Right. Because and how would, how would, how would we feel if that's the way God treated us? Right. Right. Oh, you did this. Sorry. I'm gone. Sorry. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Can't and that it. sucks. But dude, I'll tell you what, man, like the, the people you do have in your life who aren't going to leave you yeah. when, when you come out with whatever it is, man, like those people are one in a million. Right. You know, a lot my, of times it's, it's my family. family. Yeah. Yeah. It's your family. My parents, you know, my mom and dad, dude, you know, and they've been through hell with me, man. Yeah. My mom's been hell, through hell with me and I love her, you know, I really do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, if it wasn't for that, 
I don't know if I would have made it this long, you know, for my mom personally and her personal relationship with her, with me, you know, my dad too, but my mom more so, you know, she's prayed sleepless nights, you know, um, been to war with me and for me. Yeah. You know, for sure. And, uh, so yeah, I I get you, man. I really do. And you got to have this piano and I'm fortunate, man. And I hope anybody who's listening has that, has that kind of mother i mean i know a lot of maybe people don't but or that kind of person in their life you know what i mean that that will wage absolute war with you you know what i mean and go to and go to bat for you and yeah. pray for you, you yeah know? man i'll tell you what like i've been thinking a lot about the idea of journey lately and how you know that it's cliche but the journey is the destination I mean, we're, we're at where we're at right now and that's where we're at. I mean, that's like a redundant generic statement, but you're at this part of the journey and your entire life, you journey for a lifetime. The process is, is a lifetime process, right? When we think about the will of the father, it's that, you know, for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And that's our destiny, but it takes a lifetime of forming and we might have to go through hell or multiple levels of hell or whatever it is for, yeah. you know, for some of us, we, man, I felt like the Lord told me one day, cause I was praying for somebody who's going through some addiction stuff. And, uh, and I kind of used the word, uh, fix when I was praying, I was like, man, how, you know, God, I wish you could just like fix that guy, you know? And God was just like, fix. It's like, tell me when Jesus fixed people or did he heal them? Mm-hmm. Right. He might've, he might've healed a broken arm, fixed an arm, but he healed a person. And a lot of times is your sins are forgiven before he, he fixed the ailment. And there was something about that spiritual forgiving of sins before there was the healing of the physical body that was important and profound. That, and then that created that, and that healing, that experience with Jesus caused that person to walk anew and in a new life. Right. You know what I mean? That's what, yeah. Healing, man. So not only. So when he came up, I'm telling you right now, if my leg was all busted and I've been laying on a mat for 20 years and Jesus walked up to me and said, get up off your mat and walked and I walked, I guarantee you I would follow that man in the depths of hell. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But he forgave, he forgave his sins first. You know, what was interesting about that, bro, is you've got the, you've got the, uh, his friends who loved him enough to pick him up, carry him to a house, lower him through a roof, whatever the heck that meant, and then get him to the feet of Jesus. And then Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. Doesn't heal him yet. And then your the friends are probably like, wait a second. We brought this That's man. <laughs> right. We brought this man to have him. He, do you not see that he can't walk? You're going to forgive his sins. Thanks a lot. We, we've we got the high priest day of atonement once a year for that. Yeah. Right. Our sins are forgiven. The blood of the goat, blood of the lamb, like scapegoat, send them off into the, right. Whatever. Like they had a, a law system for that. You're going to forgive his sins. Duh. Our high priest does that for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so whatever that man needed, Jesus gave him and then he healed him so that the Pharisees would know that God was father in heaven. It wasn't even for Right. He said, oh, they they were just like, who's this man that he forgives sins? And he's like, oh, for the glory of father in heaven, take up your mat and walk. What did he do it for? You mean he forgave him? <laughs> How dare he? How dare he forgive sins? Yeah. So anyways, it's just interesting, man. Like 
that healing process, bro. Like, man, sometimes I believe God will deliver people in a moment. Yeah. But man, I think some of the healing, some of the healing takes a lifetime and it's a process and, and you know, he can do one or the other. And some of us, I don't know, man, he, it, it's just different for everybody. I know. I know. You know, it's not the same thing, man, for everybody. The depth. I mean, when you, when you get people in the hospital because they've experienced some sort of physical trauma, the the prognosis is different for everybody based on the amount of trauma they've and so experienced. Is, and so is the treatment. And the treatment. Yeah. Right. The treatment's different. And it's different lengths of time. And some people have to go through physical therapy for months and years after that. And yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? To fix that limp. Right. <laughs> so it, it's just different for everybody, man. For like that time that he wrestled with God. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just, I think... I think honesty and vulnerability, you know, we've, we talked about this, bro. Like the first episode of this season in, in 2019 was called, uh, honest, honesty and vulnerability and authenticity. And we had Matt Brown who came in and talked about depression and anxiety and that yeah. kind of stuff. And, and we just were like, man, it, that's what it's going to take, bro. Like we got to take the masks off and we got to be real about the stuff that we struggle with. And, you know, there's a time and a place and you thought long and hard about coming on and sharing this. I did. It's not like you were all and it was confirmed too. It wasn't nearly, like, I was like, it wasn't yeah. like Dale Mutu. Happy new year. Salty dogs. Nice to hear from you again, Casey. See people like you, man. <laughs> Still they do. <laughs> so let me, let me just read some of these words to you and you know, you don't have to respond. You can just have them read to you. So Kim, my, my lovely wife, um, she says, love you, bro. Good to see your face. Praying, praying, praying for truth, peace, and freedom of the Lord to wash over you. He's that light at the end of the tunnel, and I hope he reveals that so very deeply to you and restores that hope. Mm. Kim just doesn't say things, man. I know. Um, Diana says, Casey, you'll be a good father. You know everything you have to do. We all fall. We we will get back up. You have always had so much strength to turn it around. You will dig deeper. You will... Be where you need to be again. I love you, and so do many people. Please don't leave. Uh, people don't leave you when they love you. Also have to remember how bad we want things to happen and work out. It's in God's time. We're in, we are in a hurry for good things and things to work out. God's with you. So mm. Just some encouraging words from some people. So, nice. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, gosh, what do... What are you doing next? Where, where do you go from here? Man... I got to go back to the tomb, man. Like, what does a dead body do except for wait for Jesus to show up, dude? Like, what else am I going to do? Wait. It was a wait upon the Lord, man. You know, mm. got to wait upon him. It's it's not even, what are you going to do? Dead bodies don't do nothing, man. You know what I'm going to do, man? I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep trying to get this thing together. I'm going to keep keep doing what I got to do, man, until he shows up, man. Yeah. Until that tomb door rolls open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and lets me out, man. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and I can do that, man. I can wait. Man, that's all. I mean, I'm just going to keep trying to collect, you know, and just, just climb, bro. I mean, and I, and I, and I give him thanks, man. You know, I, in a lot of ways, dude, you know, and a lot of the, the climbing community too, a lot of those guys, man, they've gotten behind me, you know, and, there's, there's a bunch of, there, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really different kind of thing, man. But like, they've been so encouraging and there's a lot of good Christian guys in there too. that are so encouraging. Um, Jeff Inman, he from Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of guys that I talked to, you know, that, that really like really care, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, the, and even, even guys that aren't walking the Christian walk, bro, I've been so caring 
and, and, you know, and giving me, you know, such kind of, man, I'm just going to keep climbing, bro. I'm going to keep traveling for right now. I'm just going to keep, you know, showing my son how much daddy loves him, bro. And yeah. I'm going to keep on climbing, dude. Cause I mean, that's, that to me is when I can get up there and do what I do and like, I can just, it's like a creative outlet, man. Like, and that's all I have to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. For right now, like yeah. all I got to do is right. be, be the best at what I do. You know, man, man you know, I, and, Dude, I just had a thought, and and I know you, I know you love Ezra. Um, it's obvious. I mean, obviously, you're his dad. You love him. Um, but you know, I just felt like the Lord just showed me, like as you love Ezra the way that God loves you, like you are yeah. glorifying Him and you're serving Him. Yeah. And service to the Lord doesn't have to mean a title and a paycheck. Right. And you're in a in a in the body of Christ, like leading a Bible study, doing a group, handing out popcorn and cookies on a Sunday morning, like right. whatever the heck, like it's, I'm, I gotta do where I'm at, where I'm at right now. And where yeah, I'm at right, right now is just him, you know? Yeah. It's just him. And you, yeah. and you know, man, our relationship, his, his and I relationship, especially as it gets older and I get to like, you know, and even coming back, dude, like I just got to shower him with, you know, gifts. Like I remember, cause I, dude, I've been broke for a long time man. just, just cause of, because of my, because of me, dude, but like God put me in a position, dude, I just came home man, and I was like, dude, like took him to the toy store and I was like, dude, pick up a bunch of crap. He was like, I want Spider-Man cause he's a Spider-Man. <laughs> he's a sastron <laughs> Spider-Man. So I got him the biggest Spider-Man I could possibly get. Why not, you know, dude? You, you know, and Why not? But like, and then I think about it cause, and I, this is another thing that I've been in and I know we're going a long time, man, but you know, dude, I don't care. Okay. I'm not worried about anything. All right, cool. I didn't know you looked at your watch. I thought maybe I just wondered what time I have to look at all of this, man. <laughs> and like, I, I mean, this. even these profound things, bro, like the, the, the relationship between a father and a son, man, like, you know, I'm like, God, dude, like the way that I love that boy, man, like, and like the way that he loves me, dude, like when he sees me and he's so excited, dude, like, yeah. And he just, there's nothing like it, right? There's nothing like it, man. There really isn't. And, uh, man, like I, you know, I, I let him sleep with me, you know, sometimes sure. and yeah. cause you know, I don't get to see him a Why lot not? anymore. And yeah, I just, I remember, I, I just like, I lay in bed, man. And he's just sitting there passed out. Dude. I just like kiss him, man. I just, yeah. And I love him. You know what Gosh. I mean? And, 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 uh, and think about how that's even the, I mean, we've talked about this a million times, but that's a glimpse of the Lord with us, man. Like, too. And he, he, you know, who know how to give your your children good, good gifts, gifts, right? And I give him good gifts, bro. I, I gift that kid whatever he wants, man, because I love him. And yeah, I want, you know what yeah. I mean? And he's at the age right now. I don't think I'll give him anything he wants, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> I gave him a big, got a bottom a bed, big boy, but toddler bed for his for Christmas, and just decked it out with Spider Man stuff. And, nice, you know, just like, you know, and we're gonna get to there at your mom's. What's that? You got him. Oh, his bed, oh, his yeah, mom's, and mom's, mom's, yeah. So. Right. And we're gonna, he's got his, we got his birthday party tomorrow too. And, oh, but yeah. man, like just, just like that, that love, man, like how could it be more profound than that? And if God says that he loves me more, way more than I love my son, like you think about that, you're like, okay. And I don't know, man, cause I think, cause I think about a couple of things. Cause I, I had to discipline him pretty bad recently. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because he like blatantly looked at me. And I told him numerous times what was going to happen if he did not pick those toys up off the ground because it was time for bed. Mm -hmm. And, bro, he walked away from me. Yeah. And I did what I told him I was going to do. You yeah. know what I mean? And then he looked at me like, how, how, how could you do that to me? Because right. I paddled his butt, man. Yeah. Like, playing that game, dude. You got to win those. Like, my yeah. dad told me, because I went that, that downstairs after putting him to bed, and I was talking to my dad. I was like, dude, I feel so bad. He's My yeah. dad was just like, you got to win those battles, man. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah. 
and he said it's not like it's a respect thing, you know, and mm-hmm. and he disciplines, and I discipline, and, I'm, and I get the discipline part of that, and I'm being disciplined, man. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, it's good that I was afflicted so that I could know your statutes. You know what I mean? It was good, you know. The discipline right. of the Lord is good. It is a good thing. Yeah, but, it doesn't feel pleasant at the time. No, but, but then I, yeah. but then I have this other side of me. It's like, man, if I saw, if I saw walking, if I saw Ezra walking out into the street with an oncoming car. And I know people use this analogy all the time. It's true. I would never allow that to happen to him if he was going to destroy his life in that situation. And so you think about that and you're like, yeah. Oh, I've had to wrestle, man. I'm like, and so I asked God, I was like, how could you let this happen, man? Like, how could you, why wouldn't you change me or change my heart to stop and prevent so many people from getting hurt? Yeah. And so much madness and so much hell, you know what I mean? Like, how could you let this happen? Man? Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a question that I can't do. It boggles my mind still. Yeah. Well, his, he gets those generic Christian ass answers. His well, ways, his ways are higher than yours. Shut up, dude. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, it's true. I get it, man. But sure. Yeah. It's true. But yeah, it's not helpful when you're like wrestling through well, that his stuff. Ways are hard. Nah, man, it, there's just things you can't know, man. And I want to know. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. I want to know. Yeah, it's, but then you got to go back to, he works all things, man. Yeah. To the good of those who love him and called according to his purpose. I know that I love him. I might not be very good at loving him. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm called according to his purpose. So he's working all things. Yeah. Right? Good, bad, bad decisions. Oh, this is a consequence. Hey, shut up, dude. Like sometimes, yes. Yeah, but it, it's not helpful sometimes yeah, either. It is what it is, man. Like I yeah. get it, dude. Um, but he is working all things, man. And uh, dude, when faith is all you have, bro, like that's when you start seeing some magical stuff, though, man. I've seen it, you know. And, I think it. And uh, but that's literally when you're, that's all you're riding on, dude. Like I feel like I had this vision, bro, of me like in this raging storm dude and i was just clinging to the mast as hard as i could that's all i could that's all i could do hurricane type winds was blowing me around i was hanging on for dear life dude you know and i think that there's a difference between hanging on for dear life and letting go for dear life you know honestly Hmm. like you just gotta let go on certain things yeah and uh leave it to him like we control control i've got to control this situation yeah. Rather than just say, <clears throat> yeah, yeah let it go. You're just like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking to someone the other night, and I said, you know, if you if you think too hard about your past, you know, some of the bad things. I was like, you you'll experience all that that pain and hurt again um, because you're living there, right? But then if you look too far ahead and you put yourself into a place of uncertainty, you might you might fall into anxiety, right? Uncertainty breeds fear and anxiety sometimes if it's not checked, right? So unchecked uncertainty can lead you to those places. And then a lot of people will fantasize about an alternate reality. And then when the reality doesn't meet the expectation of a fantasy, you experience disappointment and hopelessness. Yeah. And so it's, Mm. you you can't go too far back and you can't go too far forward, man. You got to, Jesus said each day has enough worry of its own. Man, you got to be right there. And dude, I was thinking, I was toying around with this idea too, like, be holy as I'm holy, right? But what was God before anything he created? He was there. <laughs> I am, right? Right. Being present. Yeah. Is in a way being holy. Mm-hmm. 
just being present, right? Mm-hmm. And being, because if you're in, I mean, he exists in the future and the past and all throughout the timeline, he permeates it all at the same time, right? He's, he's the only one that can do that, man. But if I'm living in the future, because I'm like, and that's the thing about hope too, man, because hope can really, like, I'm hoping for this, right? Like that expectation, right? But if I'm living there, dude, I'm not living where I'm at. Right. And if I'm right, living in right. my past, right? Because my because of like just tormented by the things that I've done and the things that have happened and all these things, I'm not being present. When you're not present, you miss things, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. You miss those little conversations that you could have with somebody that'll change their life. You miss, you know, examining and observing the beauty around you, right, right. And, and taking that in. We we truly. You want to talk about control? We truly only have control of this moment. What we choose to say or do or not do. Right. We can't think about tomorrow. We can't think about yesterday. I mean, we can analyze those things. Yeah, I can look back and analyze and maybe learn something. And I can look forward and plan, but I can plan all day long. And unless I like go through with what I've planned and there's in the moment when it's time to go through with it, well, then the plan does nothing for me. And so, hmm. right. So each moment we, we did, we did, we decide we choose right then and there what we're going to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dang. Like I'm the kind of guy, like I try and psych myself out. Like I'm starting this 31 day, uh, fasting, uh, working out kind of situation, doing a bunch of restrictions in my diet, cutting a bunch of stuff out. And, um, I've, it's funny because I've been psyching myself out for it since like October, November, (laughs) which is, it's kind of stupid, right? Like I think about what I'm going to be doing in January. I'm like trying to pump myself up so I'd actually do it, but I could have started this months ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I've been thinking about it that much, I'm just thinking about it later in the future and not acting on it now. You know, it's like, Oh, what's not time. What can be time anytime? You know what I'm saying? So I could control those moments and make those decisions. And you know, I don't know, man, there's, I guess there's power in that. Like, yeah, you control right here, right now. Yeah. What you say or do or don't do or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. Heavy stuff, man. It was. Dude, I... I thought it was good, though, man, honestly. Yeah. I, I really did. I thought that was... Well, I'll tell you what, man, like... It's just unburdening, man. It's just like talking. And everybody needs it. Yeah. You know, I was like, I was, I was, I was like worried. I was like, man, cause th- this isn't like a testimony. You know what I'm saying? Like there ain't nothing. There's I was no, like, how are they going to glean anything from me? You know, telling about the way that I destroyed my life and was a false Christian for, you know, and just struggling with stuff. Like how's anybody to glean anything from that? You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, well, I thought that was, there's, there's, there's power when someone can be like, yeah, me too. You know, mm-hmm. like, Oh crap. I'm not the only one. You know, and I just, dude, I, I don't know, man. I, I just kind of feel like that's been the theme for the year. And I've, I've, man, it sucks that I've not fully stepped into it. I've partially stepped into more vulnerability and more authenticity. And, you know, really that's just like me sharing what I'm going through. Like the other day, Kim was talking to me about some stuff and she was like, Oh, so I heard you told Christine that you like had it out with the Lord. And I was like, oh yeah. And so I started telling her about what, what, what I was doing. I was cussing up a storm in my car, man. Mm-hmm. Like I was just oh, yelling. Dude. I said, okay, God, <laughs> like I turned my, I, I always listen to podcasts in the car and I just think it's a, a way for me to like get my mind off of things. Right. Like I'm yeah. listening to podcasts and I love podcasts, but dude, I turned it off. I said, okay, God, 
okay, you want to play? Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is how I feel. F this, F that, dude. I just went off. Yeah. Man, I was mad. I was like, I'm mad. I'm pissed. I feel, you know, I was like, I feel like a little kid. I feel like, you know, like just all sorts of stuff and just going off on him. And, uh, and I shut up for just a second and, and I was like, I, I was like, I feel like everybody expects me to be this spiritual juggernaut. And unless I, unless I'm this spiritual guy that's doing this, this and that, well, then I'm never going to be worthy or, you know, will, uh, I'm never going to get approval to do this, that and the other, whatever, you know, like acceptance and, and God shut me up real quick when I said that. Oh, he always does. And he goes, the only thing anybody expects of you is that you listen to me and do what I say. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well. And I mean, right? The expectation of my wife, I just want you to do what God tells you to do. Right. That's all I want for her, right? I want her to do what God's going to tell her to do because I believe that God has best interest in mind for people. Yeah. You know? And so, and this isn't some like freaking uh, prosperity gospel, like, you know, I'm not saying bad things can't happen to good people, that kind of thing. But, you know, when it boils down to, it's just like, you know, do, do what God's telling you to do. And if he leads you to go to Africa or whatever the heck, and you know, go do that. And if you end up dying, like there's been martyrs before. Yeah. Like that's going to suck, but whatever. It's not like it hasn't happened in the past anyways. Um, and so I was telling Kim about all this stuff and, um, and there was a part of me that was just like, no, don't say that. No, don't say that. No, don't say that. And I just had something in me that was, it was like wanting to hold back. And it wasn't the Lord. It was me like trying to keep myself safe. Yeah. I don't want to hurt her feelings. I don't want her to think this, that, and the other. And then dude, I just opened up. I said, okay, let me, let me really tell you how I felt and let me get it all out because it ends well. I just need to tell you that what the process and what happened. And I was like, I was this and that and people, this and you, this and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then the Lord corrected me and she's like, Oh, but I just felt the need to like, let me just tell you exactly how I'm feeling. And I, man, I can't remember the quote, but it was really powerful me. And it was something along the lines of like, it's better to be, it's better. Is it better to be healed or is it better to be known or something like that? Or, you know, to be healed and not known or healed and known or something like that. And it just, you know, it, it made me think a lot about like my own personal recovery through, through my uh, proclivities to sin and that kind of thing. And um, here, here I am being generic, but um, I, uh, yeah, I thought about that. I was like, you know, that's my problem is, is that I still have a hidden life and that hidden life is inside yeah. of me. And the only one that truly knows me is God. And that's okay. And there are some things that are better left unsaid. I truly believe that. But I'm also living out of fear in a lot of different ways so that I'm not communicating with Kim certain things or communicating with friends around me certain things. Yeah. And there's no reason that I shouldn't, I uh, should be afraid to communicate those things. Yeah. Right. So to truly know me. So what happens is I'm only putting out so much and I only want you to know me in this light. What if I start telling you these other things, then where are you going to think of me? And that's where that fear comes in. But fear man, of rejection, bro. Fear of rejection. But you dude, know? I think there's so much power in being known and be, and not being rejected, mm. you know? And I think these are the kinds of communities that we need to see birthed in, in the Christian community or people who say they're Christ followers. Like we, who actually are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, you talked about being unlovable earlier. And I said, the fact that you think you're unlovable is probably 
a prerequisite for God to actually love you. You know yeah. what I mean? Right? Jesus loved the unlovables. Oh, I'm unlovable. Perfect. Great. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a God who wants to love you. Right. Because you think you're unlovable. Right? He's a father to the fatherless. Right. right. If they're not fatherless, they don't need a father. Right. And so he finds those who need him and he who comes. Need him. And, yeah. Yeah. And then he, yeah. he's, yeah, he's present. Right. He's holy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we could talk all night. You got anything else for anybody? No, I, I just poured out my cup and just waiting to be filled back up now. Yeah. Waiting. Well, what do you have? What do you want to say? Uh, Paul Howieck says to be 99% known is to be unknown altogether. Oh, snap. Dang, son. Do you remember that? You remember, okay, so here's a, <laughs> here's, here's a, a rewind. Do you remember when Jeff Jewett came on our pod? No, actually, he wanted to come, but he couldn't make it. But you came. And then you talked about his experience oh, with the with the, with the, the eclipse. eclipse. So oh, if you dude. haven't heard this story, go ahead and tell that. that I don't story. remember even what okay, he said. Okay, so I remember it. He said that he, he went to go to the eclipse. He went to watch the eclipse, and it was up like northeast from here, like around Kansas City area, where it's going to be one hundred percent blackout for the eclipse. Right. And so we got like ninety four percent or something like that down here. Yeah. But even in the places where it was ninety nine percent, he said even the one percent. He uh, said the difference between, between night and day, day is 1%. The 1%, right. Gosh. Yeah. The the difference between 99% and 100% was night and day. Dude. So not just at 1% of difference. No, it was completely different. Dude, that blew and my so mind. so we man. talked about like, man, think about that. Like we give 99% to something. We give 99% of ourselves. And the difference between that is going to be night and day. Dang, dude. To give all, right? All. For God so love. 99% of the world, <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Anyways, we love Jeff Jewett. Dude. I yeah. miss that guy. He just had heart surgery. He did. Yeah. He's, oh man. He, yeah, was, he got some stuff replaced in his heart cause he has, yeah. a, he has one of those pacemakers. He has something in his heart, Yeah, you know, it regulate he's, he's got a bum ticker, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and so he, uh, but yeah, he's, he's doing good back up on the pulpit like nothing happened, you know, but yeah, man. And he rocks a pulpit. Yes, he does. Sweet deal, man. Sweet deal. Well, Happy New Year, Salty Dogs listeners. I think I'm actually trying to get this up tonight, and then maybe people can listen to it tomorrow. Yeah. Start the year with, I don't know, a punch in the face. Just a straight up. Just a, yeah. Suplex. Happy freaking New Year, yeah, y'all. New Year, new me, right? New Year, a spiritual suplex. <laughs> That's crazy. Through the table. That's right. Off and the top spiritual, ladder. <laughs> spiritual DD, DDT. <laughs> oh, my God. Yikes. Well, it's good to be back, man. Hopefully we can do this more, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm hoping that we can hear from you, too, like on the on the blog and stuff. So yeah, We could probably start doing that. I think you should. And you don't, you know, I, I keep talking about, like, you know, I'm I'm doing full blown blog posts just because I I kind of have time, I suppose. But man, any kind of like wisdom or thoughts or whatever, dude, even questions, like I would love to just create this this space on our on our blog where someone might just click on and and then they open up like three or four sentences and it's just like this smash to their to their day where they're just like crap. I'm gonna have to think about that all, all day, day long, yeah. but in a good way. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? Just like. It, 
cause some introspection. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I think introspection is not a bad thing. I you think know you. What I, mean? I think you could you could breed that kind of environment for us just with some of your musings. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. Well, I'm, I'm trying to prod you to do it, but I'm going <laughs> to put anything on you that you're not ready to take. Yeah, I'm not trying to burden you down, bro. All right, y'all. Twelve thirty-one nineteen is in the books, and we'll see you guys in twenty twenty. God willing. God willing. <laughs> God willing. Awesome. All right, you guys. Peace out. <laughs>